2: With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's another way Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award winning protection. It's the two time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in security. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour, tops. And there's absolutely no trade off to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24 7. It's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com/team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com/team. That's simplysafe.com/team.
3: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro. And when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of Saint Sincerity and stupidity.
1: Ingram, my BF, took it to the house and finished it off with a nice little spinorama at the end. It was
3: a thing of beauty. Your, your pillow talk uh, that evening must have been spectacular.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, I put that one on the spank. Should we retry this? You can't make Ralph do the ad again.
3: <laughs> and now, here's your host, Ralph Malbro.
2: all right everybody we're going back to back days because it's the opening of free agency and you're all shut in your house so you're a captive audience uh (laughs) sorry listen i had my hashtag system corner dreams die three years ago I was not prepared to have my hashtag system linebacker dreams die because Jamie Collins decided to choose the irrelevancy of the Detroit Lions over the Saints. Andrew, I am inconsolable. Today could have been ended on a high note. Instead, I'm sad.
3: These are dark times. Very, very dark.
2: The the pandemic was one thing. Jamie Collins signing with the Lions, it's put me over the edge.
3: Well, at least you didn't pay Byron Jones, you know, $80 billion for 12 years.
2: (laughs) Oh, oh, the Dolphins paid Eric Flowers $30 million. They paid Kyle Van Oy $50 million. The Dolphins are going – crazy town and if, if my wife still gave a shit about the dolphins she'd be excited instead she's turned to puzzles. Uh so Dave mm-hmm. as the pandemic mm-hmm. grips New Orleans
1: mm-hmm.
2: were you uh surprised that the Saints managed to do nothing but resign David on Yamada? Were you like me and hoping for a big move, expecting something dramatic, and it didn't happen. Uh, your no, thoughts? No,
1: no, because I am uh, i am a superior uh, I have superior intellect over you, so. <laughs> That's debatable. Um, <laughs> That's not saying so much I, at all. So, uh, now, I'm not as smart as Juge, but I, I know I'm I'm smarter than Ralph. Uh, (laughs) No, you know, you asked me yesterday. You said, you know, which, you know, the Saints are going to come out swinging, crazy moves, and I said, absolutely not. This is since Jeff Ireland has been in charge the last three years or so. uh, The Saints never come out guns blazing. They sit back and they watch everybody else, uh, you know, go crazy, and you know, they wait till day two, day three, day four, and they get a a guy that you were like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. You know, n- not a guy that you're like, oh my god, I can't believe they got that guy. Your, you know, your reactions were <laughs> like, oh, cool, yeah, I heard him. Okay, cool, yeah, good. Um, so, uh, and that's that's their mo, and that's that's and that's fine because that's worked for them very well so far. So I'm I'm totally fine with it. David well, Onyamana, re-signing David Onyamana, Yes, not that sexy, but uh, you know, a, a good move, a good decision locking in the interior defensive line. Good decision you, by the
3: Saints or Onyamata? A uh,
1: good decision by the Saints,
3: by the Saints. Trick question, the answer was both. <laughs> is, <laughs> um, is
2: was it the, the salary three years 27 was million was is overpay, right pay, un, underpay? Where did y'all come well, in, you, in on that deal?
1: you asked me yesterday and I said 10 million, uh and so he obviously got 9 million a year, so you know I don't I don't know if they underpaid, but it's it's less than I
3: thought. The Brocker's got ten million a year. Yeah, so
1: yeah. I'd say it's right on it's pretty you know. It's right on.
3: my, yeah. my thing my thing about Onyamata and uh, this is the last thing I'll say about him because we, we did a podcast on this earlier, which if you pay ten dollars a month, you've you already got listened it. to that. Twenty four
2: and- minutes after the news broke, that podcast was
3: up Boom. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I'll say about Onyamata is he is a guy that you can have on the field regardless of down and distance. And those kind of guys are really, really hard to find in the NFL. So you look at Tyler Davison, Saints draft pick who just signed with the Falcons three years, 12 million good player. I liked him a lot with the saints, uh, but you know, he's a second and two player. He's a first and 10 player. He's a, third and goal player from the from the one you know he he's he is a limited skill set on is the kind of player regardless of down and distance now he's interior so he's not Cam Jordan but Cam Jordan similarly is and regardless of down and distance and you know I would argue that some sack guys that are 10 to 15 sack guys they're not first and 10 players. They're not second and two players. So it's really, really hard to find front seven guys, that? regardless of down and distance, who you can plug in there. You give them any assignment and you know that they can't hold their own. Onyemad is one of those players, and that's why he's worth that much. Versatility goes a long way in the NFL.
2: Dave, I know you
3: insulted my intelligence about... I I gave
1: my opinion about you know, the Saints signing on Yamada and free agency, but I didn't give my opinion on you, Ralph, and that is uh, that <laughs> you still, you, for some reason, you can't learn uh, that that the Saints approach free agency slowly now, and you get yourself all excited, uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> you're, just, you're just let down, and you do it to yourself.
0: Every- Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day,
1: Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets.
2: Winston Churchill once said, you cannot teach a man that which he does not want to learn. And I want to be excited for free agency. So I will lie to myself because...
0: It's not a lie if you believe it. And I'm going to talk myself into the Saints spending big next
2: year. I wrote a column in WWL. I had the Saints spending $261 million on five players today. It didn't happen, but it could happen next year. I don't give up hope because I'm stupid. Uh, but here's a serious football question, and Dave, I want both. I, Dave, I want you to answer. Then Andrew. Yes, of course, I was wrong about the Saints spending money because they they haven't spent money the last three years. But as far as what we thought their priorities would be in free agency, I really thought the priority would be an interior lineman. Now, I know Joe Thune, he got tagged, so that was out or whatever. But Glasgow for Detroit, he signed for $11 million. Flowers got $10 million for the Dolphins. So the guards' money isn't incredibly ridiculous. And I thought guard was something that the Saints really needed, and I thought it would be one of their first things out of the gate. The guards are kind of gone. Has that surprised you that maybe – their number one knee that you thought they were going to do the first thing, they didn't. Are you at least surprised by that?
1: Not, not really. Um, it's just the first day. and Technically, free agency hasn't even started. This is just the tampering period. We're just tampering right now. Um, but uh, no, because uh, there's plenty of time left, and they're going to get a guy. And again, they don't necessarily – try to go after the best guy and pay him the most money I, I, you know I, I it, it's it's I think that they've certainly learned their lesson from the Jarus bird deal you know they they went after the bright shiny object that was Jarus bird uh, and they got burned and I think they try to avoid that now and I think they prefer to get guys that are good not great not the top two top three guys you know but maybe the fourth best guy or the fifth best guy and pay him a reasonable salary and they build their roster that way so no it doesn't surprise me that they didn't go and sign you know the best guard that free agent money could buy this year
3: did we just go full mute
2: I muted myself. I uh uh-huh. no, but Andrew, you, you were
3: Did you did you mute yourself there, Ralph? Is that what I I did. Yes. Okay, okay. Of course.
2: <laughs> I was I was typing in the chat room and I didn't want people to hear the keyboard banging or me drink yes. or me power chugging a beer. Um but were are you at least slightly surprised cuz the Guard market is sort of all sort of second tier guys now. If the Saints want to do anything at guard, it's going to be bringing
3: back yeah, it, Andre's Pete. It's going to it's going to be Andre's Pete music. Uh, we actually we need Andre's Pete music. It's not going to be <laughs> from Mario Brothers, but what would need... be Hey,
2: hey guys in the chat room, what would Andre's Pete's music be if we had it?
3: Shouldn't it be like <laughs> yeah,
2: the sad trombone from of, the prices yeah, right
3: some sort of disappointing music <laughs> <laughs> uh you know it's not the worst thing in the world if you get andres pete back for eight million a year i i know saints fans are like what but i mean the guy made the pro bowl he's he can play tackle it's it's not great but I look at the rest of these free agents. I consider the possibility of Nick Easton being our starting left guard next year, and (laughs) you know Pete coming back. All of a sudden, not
2: looking. Andres Pete is like a it's like a a, a mediocre op dinner option, Dave, that you can't turn down. You won't say no
3: to it, but you're not really excited about it. It's like it's Valentine's Day, and you haven't reserved anything yet. And so you're like, "I would never go to that place, but you start looking online and you know you check out Open Table and you realize that your 15 favorite restaurants are all booked, and all of a sudden you're like, "Man, going to the melting pot on Valentine's Day doesn't sound that bad."
1: So basically it's he's the Olive Garden
3: yeah of uh... well mel- melting pot slightly better hmm.
2: Southwest egg rolls at Chili's. Don't look so bad. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. I love you. Somebody said the Sanford and Son theme song. <laughs> that's a good that's a good idea who that five oh four. Um No Saints I'm almost kinda want the Saints to bring back Andres Pete at a reasonable contract because no matter what the contract is, Saints Twitter Dave is gonna lose their fucking minds and that will entertain me endlessly.
1: right right
2: is andrew not that it's um saints news but i want to tie it into the saints because the texans they traded andre hopkins uh andre hopkins and he's arguably the best receiver in football or t- at least top 3 they traded him for a broken down running back and a second round pick and they gave Arizona, a fourth-round pick as well. I was trying to think of a Saints move as bad as that. At, <laughs> that we knew at the time, we were like, this is fucking terrible. Like, you, Jairus Bird, we did not know that was terrible. The Jimmy oh, Graham trade, bad. we kind of argued over it.
3: Bad, uh, it's too bad Kevin's not on the show right now because you know he would mention Sean Knight for Ted Gregory. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but even then we didn't know like we didn't know like you didn't know when they drafted him on that day. You were like, Sean Knight is a maybe the biggest bust in Saints history. You didn't know that at the time. Like this people were like, What the fuck are the Texans doing? Is Bill O'Brien does he have the Rona? Is he of right mind? Like, I'm try I was trying to think of a Saints move where you were like, This is awful and I, I it was I, I was, He's it was sure.
3: He's Shuler. Oh, that's
2: a good one. That is that is a good one. He's Shuler. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, we all saw that coming. The minute they <laughs> traded for him, we were just like, well, <laughs> this is going to be two years of six and ten or worse.
2: <sighs> Dave, were you around for the Tabucky Jones?
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: He Was at, Was he around at the end of Hazlitt's coaching career? Yeah, Tabucky t- Jones. Tabucky. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, I was around for that. <laughs> I said was Steve excited Walsh. about Satsuki. Yeah. Wow. Well, but always Steve always excited when, they, when we get a new guy.
2: Wargoat said Steve Walsh, but Steve Walsh it wasn't a sense of, "Oh my god, Steve Walsh is terrible. What are they doing?" It was just like, eh, they might have overpaid." Like, this this move. I was
3: I was pumped for Steve Walsh. <laughs> I was. I thought it was going to be good. Yeah
2: but that move was bad another thing that was brought me way more joy dave than the texans being dumb was the falcons losing austin hooper to the browns and then trading a a second and a fifth round pick for a dude that's caught like 45 passes
1: yeah it seems like they should have just kept hooper you know you just just pay the guy and, and
3: keep. They can't. They're in cap hell. I know. I know. Yeah, That's but they like, they got rid of Freeman could, and they got like. Rid it of, just uh... seems
2: so reactionary, Andrew. Like, like a panic buy. Like, like they were, like they were, like it was. Pan- they were at Costco and like everything was
1: empty, and they were like, well, we
3: got to get something. We need
1: toilet yeah. paper.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they got like the uh, the Wegman's brand toilet paper. <laughs>
1: Um, wait, what's the guy? I can't the cornerback that the Falcons let go today. I can't remember his Trufant. name. True Font. Yeah, do we want to go after him?
3: I hmm. I
2: don't know.
1: it to be, be too expensive.
2: The to corner, that. the corner market is ridiculous. I'm curious, Andrew. What, what's Eli Apple going to be like? Our team's going to. Your theory all off season has been. Teams that missed out on Jones or whoever at corner, Chris Harris, whoever at corner. Did you corner.
3: see what Jones made? My God, man.
2: Yeah. So your theory has always been whoever misses out on the big good corners is gonna panic by Eli Apple at ten million dollars yeah. a year. And I thought it was I thought you were insane, but I have to say, it may happen.
3: You count me out. <laughs> no, Dave. No, no, thank you.
2: Dave, Teddy Bridgewater didn't sign today, and I have always said the longer he goes without signing, the more and more likely it becomes that he comes back to the Saints. The thing is, though, they're going to pay Taysom Hill $6 million. I don't know how it would all work, but do you think if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't get a starting job, Where else is he going to go if not to the
1: Saints? Yeah, I mean, if he's not going to get a starting job, uh, why not stay where you are, continue to back up Drew Brees, continue to stay with a team that's a legitimate Super Bowl contender, and continue to stay with a team that, you know, then maybe next year uh, you might have a chance to compete for a starting job. But yeah, I mean, if he's not going to, you know, If he's not going to get a starting job contract and starting job money and a promise for a starting job somewhere else, then if you're going to be a backup, I feel like it seems, seems to me he should just stay here.
0: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen.
2: Andrew, it's it's rare when we make these free agent predictions about money or where players are going that we're all horribly, horribly wrong. Usually it's just me. We <laughs> whiffed on Jimmy Graham in a way that is comical. I mean, listen, people that listen to this podcast regularly know I am in favor of spending money irresponsibly. I do it in fantasy football auction draft every year. I spent 182 dollars on Jared Cook and even I, Andrew, cannot condone what Ryan Pace gave Jimmy Graham. He gave him 2 years, 16 million, 9 million guaranteed. Weren't me and you arguing on over the podcast on whether he would get 5 million dollars? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like... that doesn't doesn't make you guys wrong. It just means that you guys weren't willing to pay that amount of money. You guys very well could have been right, and this could blow up in
3: their fucking face. Ryan Pace is like... So Mickey Loomis is like the dude that dated this really hot supermodel in her her prime. And then he marries her, they get divorced, and like seven... 12 years later, when she's washed and she's had a bunch of plastic surgery, she doesn't look nearly as good. And th- then I feel like Ryan Pace starts dating her. I-, I feel like that's the state of affairs with Ryan Pace.
2: Well, here's the thing, Dave the Bears have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine tight ends under contract. Ryan Pace. <laughs> is the dude at Costco hoarding toilet paper at this point and the toilet papers are tight ends that
1: that's excessive. And Amazon is, is it about not? to shut you down cuz nobody's <laughs> going to be paying for your price gouging tight ends
2: not to mention he tried to steal away Josh Hill
3: nah. <laughs> He really does have a tight end fetish my he god He does which is hilarious because they still don't have a good one. <laughs> they really have nine under contract?
2: They have nine under contract. Jimmy Graham, Trey Burton, Adam Shaheen, Demetrius Harris, Ben Brocknicker, Jes- Jesper Horstead, J.P. Holtz, Eric Saubert, Dax Raymond.
1: That's a lot of tight ends. Dax Raymond, Wow. <laughs> Uh yeah and and hey there's still the draft too so it's still time to get more <laughs> before we're, before the quarantine before we're all quarantined and you're
3: not going to be able to buy any more tight ends. Was there ever a position that you felt like a Saints coach binged on?
2: <sighs> I mean they wish. did li- they did linebacker and free agency in 2012. Remember they signed they signed Lofton, Chamberlain, yeah, like Hawthorne,
3: and, and Hawthorne
2: all in a day and a half. I mean that it was excessive far, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to. Did no, they didn't do wide. They've never done wide receiver. Um. Didn't didn't Jim ha- didn't oh they did um. They had who who did Jim has they had Norman Hand and then they had the fat guys they had Grady Jackson. Thomas. What's that?
3: Dallas Thomas.
2: Yeah, I was trying to think. Um. But oh my God, my cats are going bananas. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think the you Saints said, have you ever. You said had, Grady Jackson.
3: That yeah. Set him off. It's like a, it's like a safety word.
2: <laughs> it is um, I was trying to think.
1: Uh, <laughs> could you shut that cat <laughs> fucking up, I think, Jesus? I think your I think your cat's got COVID nineteen.
2: <laughs> He's losing his mind. My wife took a break from doing her thousand-piece puzzle to wife. shut. Yeah, to uh, to uh, take the out, take the cat out back and wring its neck. Um, so Andrew and Dave, you have been the case that hey, the Saints are gonna bargain shop and crush your dreams, Ralph. We have day two. Uh. And they you know, we have tomorrow and then Wednesday free agent. Nick Underhill, by the way, says Pierre Kevin Pierre Louise is a name to watch. Is that like a French explorer that was with Lewis and Clark? I, mean, I don't know I'm who gonna, the hell that is. I'm
3: assuming that's pronounced Lewis. I'm just gonna throw <laughs> that out there. That's Stanley Jean Baptiste's first mate.
1: <laughs>
3: are are you gonna say anything about uh AJ Klein signing with the Bills?
2: AJ a. Klein playing for who? The Bills. He oh AJ Klein signed with the Bills?
3: Yeah, three years eighteen million. Wow.
2: That well that makes linebacker um critical now, doesn't it, Andrew? I, I we said in the offseason preview, Klein was a sneaky important guy to bring back.
3: Uh not necessarily. I mean I'll be honest, for that kind of money I would have brought him back. That, I mean that that feels like that's about what he's worth, six million a year. Um but you know I think the Saints could probably find someone that performs on a similar level. There's a lot of free agents at that position that are really solid this year.
2: What was the guarantees for Klein?
3: Uh I don't know, maybe somebody in the chat can uh
2: I mean us. that's it's that's surprising that they didn't keep him for that because that he was only making five to make go from five to six is not is not that
3: great of an increase. So Dave. it's three three years six three years eighteen million nine point seven fully guaranteed. Ooh, pretty. So about half.
2: Dave, would, if I'd have told you Klein got that deal, would you have said the Saints he'd be still be a Saint?
1: Uh yeah, I I'm I'm not happy to see him go. That's that's disappointing. Uh I know he wasn't the greatest linebacker, but he was definitely good, definitely serviceable. Uh good locker room guy. Um I I would have liked to have, I would
3: have liked to see the Saints keep him. You know what losing it means. One and step th- that's one step music. <laughs> well that. Go ahead, Ralph the trigger. It's that plus it's one step closer to our first comp pick in like a decade.
2: Oh my god. It's so, it's so close. Loomis is going to have to get reckless to, to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> when was you said in a decade, Andrew, when was the last time the Saints actually got a comp pick?
3: Uh, I'll look this up. You guys keep talking. Probably, uh,
1: probably never during the Sean Payton era. <laughs> the
2: last time America had a pandemic.
1: Right, 1918 was the last time the Saints had a. <laughs> 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 when the, when the Spanish, Spanish flu.
2: 2011, <laughs> apparently, was the last time they got a comp pick. Well, that was so.
3: the Sean Payton era. Um, who Who is that? There's a good trivia question for you. Who is the last New Orleans Saints to comp pick? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. <sighs>
2: yeah.
3: So you said it was
1: 2011. What round?
3: Well, Wargoat
1: says he thinks it's the seventh rounder in 2011. But oh, just that's not even a that's, re- that's not even a real pick. I mean, come on. We've got to confirm that, though. But hmm, who would they have drafted in 2011 with the seventh round pick?
3: Nate Bussey. Yeah. That's, he, he, came, yeah. He, he came on this podcast. Yeah. Did he? Well, either that or I interviewed him for Saints Nation. You probably interviewed that. him for
2: Saints Nation. Yeah, I don't remember we
3: had, uh
2: We had Jameson on. I don't think that's the last player. We don't – player interviews with us don't go well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Is
3: Natrell J- Jamerson the last yes, player
2: interview? the last one. Unless no, we had Eric through. Harris, too. We had Eric Harris.
3: What? Um, yeah. Yeah, but he was before Natural Jamerson.
2: Yeah. Um. So, with free agency... Is there is, is there anybody in, in the chat room you can throw a name out? I know Nick Underhill did with the the, the Lewis and Clark helper on the expedition, uh <laughs> or whatever his name was. Uh, uh, but Andrew, Andrew, is there any name that you're like, oh, he's a middle class guy that the Saints could realistically target?
3: Uh, I don't know. I. I mean, without throwing out names, I I just feel like they got to figure out guard. There's no way they can go. I, I, I will say, actually, forgetting all that for a second, the biggest surprise to me is that the Drew Brees contract isn't done yet. Heck, he wants to come back. The CBA's done. Well, what are they waiting for? I feel like the Brees deal needs to be inked and done. Like That should have been the first thing that dropped. What am I missing?
2: Well, you know what, though, Andrew, we said the same thing in 2011 or to go 2012, right? We're like, Drew Brees' contract is up; they've tagged him. They got to do—they have to do Drew Brees first. Mickey Loomis did it exactly backwards. They did everything else and then did Brees. Now I know they have a bunch of dead money that they have to get done. They have—they can't let it go past Wednesday. But, Dave, in theory, couldn't they do a couple more things tomorrow and then do Breeze Wednesday morning?
1: I think they're fine. I mean, I think that if I'm, I would assume for the most part they've kind of got a general idea of what Breeze's contract is going to look like. So they're making all their other moves. $9.9 you know, 9 million dollars so minus. I can be
2: shirtless next Sunday night. That's what it's going to be.
1: I'll Also, hot take, Ralph, Drew Brees is the reason why you're not getting any first day of free agency action, because they haven't signed this contract yet. So really, you should be pissed at Drew.
2: (laughs) No, I'm just mad at you because you uh, expose my lack of intelligence to our worldwide audience. Uh, Do you know we have four listeners in Guam? that, that, That
1: right there just shows that right there just shows how stupid you are because you think that they don't even already realize
3: that uh, They've listened to enough shows to know. Yeah, it's been 10 days. years.
1: You don't think they've caught on yet? I mean. <laughs> you really are stupid.
2: I'm blind to my own shortcomings. The chat room says Robbie Anderson uh, would be a nice pickup. He's looking for huge money, though, Andrew. Isn't that correct?
3: He's looking for huge money. All reports are that he's close to resigning with the Jets, and I I just don't think it's a great fit with Breeze. You know, the Saints like tall, lanky, lengthy, you know, uh, bulky receivers that can make plays after the catch. That's what pairs well with Drew Breeze at this point. Uh, Robbie Anderson is a dynamic field stretcher, Uh, and I, like, I look at Brandon Cooks, who didn't work that great, in my opinion, in New Orleans. And I I wonder if a guy like Tyreek Hill, like how great would he really be in the Saints offense with Breeze? And that's (laughs) not a knock on Breeze. I'm serious. Like Breeze is what he is at this point in his career, which is very good. But you want to have the right players to complement him. And, you know, I think you can get guys that run sub four or five forties. They can stretch the field without paying them $10 million plus a year. The you Rams, can get those guys in the draft, Dave, the
2: Rams have put Brandon cooks on the trading block. Should the saints bring him back?
3: Oh, no, no, no. What you. is it about that guy? I don't know, man. Nobody wants, everybody wants to get a, a thousand yards out of him and then ship him away.
2: He gets, he gets passed around like a white elephant during Christmas.
3: He really does, <laughs> and he gets brought back the following year. <laughs> AJ, somebody said AJ Green
2: was the only free agent fit. Uh, Jason says, "Hell no." On uh, Cooks, somebody Brishad, said Corey Brishad Littleton Perriman. would be a good addition. Corey Littleton is going to cost a lot, but the thing is, sometimes in free agency, we 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 have this idea that guys are going to cost a lot. Mark Ingram last year, they said he was going to get eight million a year at the combine. He barely got five, so. Um, I don't know necessarily that we know about all these costs. Sometimes guys fall through the cracks and we're like, wow, that guy.
3: I think it's important to remember that, and and if you pay $10 a month and you listen to our daily show and you would have heard me say this today, but that's another shameless plug that you should do it. But every year, and I I just remember that year where the Saints signed Demario Davis, Patrick Robinson, Ted Ginn. I mean, they were all announced within minutes of each other and it was right when the free agency tampering period was over and you could officially sign guys and that's because the saints method of business is not to leak stuff it's not to put it out there it's not to negotiate with the press uh they put that stuff out there when it's done and they keep it under a tight lid and so There's probably three or four negotiations going on that are either signed or very close to being signed that we know nothing about. And as soon as this tampering period over, boom, we're going to get hit with that news right away. And it's not that they were inactive. It's just Loomis does business a different way than some GMs.
2: Ooh, Emmanuel Sanders was a guy the Saints poked around last year at the trade deadline. His market will be interesting because he's old. Um, Yeah, but he's good. All right. So, we gave we gave you guys two shows in a row uh because you're shut in, you, you're a captive audience, we feel like. But Dave, as America's pandemic nightmare drags on, have you <laughs> the president said today this afternoon that it may go on into July and August. If you are shut in for that long a period of time and we do not have sports. Have you start started to think of what the fuck you're going to do to pass the time?
1: Uh, <laughs> no. There's, we can't possibly be shut in for that long. Um, oh, yes, we could. No, That's just no way. Uh, I mean, first of all, what would that do to our economy? Um, <laughs> and second of all... Uh, I don't know. I just I don't think there's any way that you're gonna get America to stay in their houses for uh, five months. Wait, and not give them sports.
2: (laughs) Wait, the Bills traded a first, a fifth, and a sixth to the Vikings for digs and a seventh. Bill O'Brien needs to be taken out back and tased. Jesus, God. Sorry, Dave.
1: Uh, well, I was done anyway. But yeah, I'm, Andrew,
2: I, what about uh, you? On, on, how are How your, are your,
1: you on your regarding your breaking news? I'm glad to see Diggs uh, one not on the Vikings anymore, where we seem to see him regularly, and then two, not even in the NFC.
2: Uh, Andrew, have you thought of plans to like survive the pandemic if it stretches way longer than any of us could bear?
3: Uh, I can't imagine a work being any worse than it was today. So, But I, I've said that every day last week, and it kept getting worse. So today was my worst day yet. Oh my and uh, so I think tomorrow has to be better, maybe. I don't know.
2: This, people in the chat room say they want I want. He's
3: a Raider. He, he's already signed with the Raiders.
2: Oh, they have a lot of guys in the draft. If you guys are up for let's hear Ralph mispronouncing butcher names, they have a lot of 9, 10, 12 vowel names in the draft. So if free agency doesn't work out for I was very surprised the Raiders
3: you, go with Mar- Marcus Mariota. That was like, who do you start there, Mariota or Carr? Because I feel like they're similar QBs to me.
2: Why do people keep wanting Marcus Mariota to happen? Like he's not any good, and he's hurt all the time.
3: Like, so, did they pick him up to be Carr's backup? Is that? Maybe just... I don't know.
2: I think mm-hmm. Gruden wants to get rid of Carr, but um, final, final, final thought. I want to predict. I want a prediction.
3: For... <laughs> Fredo goes Carr or Mariota, a Hyundai or a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> That is rich.
2: (laughs) Final thing. One more week to enter into the drawing for the Shy Tuttle socks, and we'll get a winner. We don't quite know when we'll get you the socks because of the pandemic, but you have one more week to send us evidence either by Twitter DM or email saintshappyhour at Gmail. Send us evidence that you use the custom RSS feed if you're a patron. We have 43 people entered. One of you is going to get a pair of Shy, custom-made Shy Tuttle socks. You got one more week, so do that. And also sign up at the $10 level so you can get the crew to taste some cup. It's amazing. So, everybody, we gave you two days in a row. That's how much we care about you in America's time of need during the pandemic crisis of 2020. So, for Andrew... Dave, who insulted my intelligence, for Kevin, who is somewhere in St. Louis, hopefully avoiding the corona. Uh, I'm Ralph. Uh, Until next week, the bar is closed.